Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A, what you say, the B-A-Q-A, just Tiffany, the B-A-Q-A, man day had her baby, and his name is Reme. (laughs) Give this girl a a record deal, because obviously, I'm ready for prime time. We are, (laughs) this is B-A-Q-A, we don't have Mandy today, because Mandy had the baby, the baby, the baby. Mandy had the baby, and he is so beautiful. If you follow her, Mandy with an I, money, on the IG, um, you will see a picture of her most beautiful, amazing baby. So now she's got two, she's got Rio, and she's got Remy. We love an alliteration queen around these parts. So as a result, I'm here to act up all by myself and lonesome, but I'm going to represent well for you, Mandy. Don't you worry, sis. We're still doing BAQA. So we are going to take your questions because I have some answers, but remember, I'm not your financial planner. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your attorney. I'm not anybody that you give money to in order to answer your question. So that means sue somebody else. Take what I say with the smallest of smallest of grains of salt and be well. All right. First question is a moolah question and straight from the IG. So if you've got questions, honestly, you can hit us up, Brown Ambition Podcast on IG, the BA Podcast on Twitter, brownambitionpodcast.com and click click um, contact us or ask us anything. And we take questions all over the place. This is a quick one. Hey, ladies, I've been listening for a while now and I love your advice. Okay. I'm in need of some financial guidance. This year, I have done a lot of work on my home, roof, gutters, siding, bathroom. It was all very much needed, but of course, super expensive and a big headache. So then I took my family on a week-long vacation to decompress. However, I have not recovered since financially. Mm. We are a family of five. I'm assuming two partners and three children. I don't know. And I feel like things have increased in price over time. Um, should I take drastic measures and focus on getting rid of loans um, or my credit card debt? I feel like even though my credit score will go down by focusing on the loans, um, it won't go down too much where it won't be such a huge impact. What are your thoughts? Well, we're going to call you... Um, new home who this? New home who this? Well, first of all, let's get clear that... Your credit score is not just contingent upon your credit card. So let's just get clear on that. Your credit score is contingent on any money that you borrowed or any money that you have not paid back, right? So 
if you have not paid, like say your PSE&G bill or whatever, you know, Con Ed or whatever utility bill or whatever that you have, that might go on your credit score because you have not paid that money that you owe someone. But if you also borrow money, your credit score is going to be reflective on how well or how not well you pay that back. So your loans and your credit card debt are both contributing to your credit score. So I don't want you to think that like, oh, if I don't prioritize my credit card debt and I prioritize these loans, then, you know, um, that somehow they don't both contribute to your credit score because they do. So if the question is, should I focus on credit card debt or the loans? The answer is it depends like the adult diaper. Um, It depends, right? Because it depends on who you are and how you are. So for example, if you're someone who is emotionally charged by their finances, you might want to pay off whatever debt is um, the least expensive debt so you can get rid of it sooner. So let's just say you've got three loans, you've got three credit cards, right? And loan one, two, three, 100, 200, 300, four, five, six, 400, 500, 600. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna focus on paying off the loans or paying off the debt that I owe that has the smallest balance first. I'm gonna pay off that $100 debt first. And then I'm gonna work on the 200, then the 300, then the 400, 500, 600. So if you're someone who needs that like, extra boost of confidence that comes with paying off debt, um, and the smaller debt first, then certainly you can do that. You could use a, ne- a method called the snowball method. That's when you list your debt from lowest to highest, and you basically pay the minimum to everybody except for that lowest debt. The lowest debt, you pay it its minimum plus you give it any extra money that used to give to other debts. So let's just say it's minimum and you find another $200 that you can put toward that debt. So by the first month, you'll get rid of that first debt because it's only $100 anyway. Then you roll over that full payment to the second lowest debt. The second lowest debt is gonna get the first lowest debt's minimum. It's gonna get its own minimum plus the extra $200 you have from your budget. So it's gonna get like three payments in one. And when that's paid off, you roll over to the third lowest debt and you continue until you pay it off. The benefit to paying off via the snowball method is as you get to debt with higher and higher balances, you start to collect minimum payments from prior debts that you've paid off along the way. You see? So that's if you're someone who was like, like me, I need to emotionally check things off my list. So I like the snowball method to start. Now, if you're someone who's just super logical, let's just say you have this accounting kind of brain, mathematical brain, you might want to do something called the avalanche method and pay off the debt first that's costing you the most. And you know a debt is costing you the most because the interest rate is highest. So you're going to do that same method, paying off one debt at a time while paying the minimums to everything else. But instead of the lowest debt being paid off first, it's the debt with the highest interest rate that's going to be paid off first. Because the debt with the highest interest rate is the debt that's costing you the most. So if you have a debt with like a 30% interest rate, and then you have a debt with a 5% interest rate, you might say, you know what, I'm actually going to focus on the 30% interest rate first, debt first, because that debt is costing me a lot of money. For every dollar I owe them, they charge me 30 cents, you know, who child. So I like to do sometimes a mix of snowball and avalanche. So I like to see what debt can I pay off fairly quickly first, relatively speaking, and then slowly move toward debt that's costing me more money because the interest rate is higher. So that's what I would do, ooh, ooh, but I would definitely set a plan. I would also automate those payments and check in with it monthly 
and good luck to you. But, you know, you definitely want to, you know, you've gone on your vacation, you have your beautiful house. So sit down and enjoy it while you start to pay off some of this debt that you owe. Because one of the best ways to give your family a raise is to get rid of debt so you don't have to make that monthly payment. All right, new house who this? Okay, hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that was useful. Useful, because I'm youthful. But hopefully that was useful because I know what it is. Like, I mean, I have been nearly $300,000 in debt. My condo at the time I was in my 20s, I bought it for 220. Then I just finished my master's and I was like $52,000, give or take, my master's in education. And then I had $35,000 in credit card debt, um, which was a lot um, because of a scam that I, um, I unfortunately stumbled into. And so it left me, you know, about $300,000 in debt. And um, it was really scary. So I know how overwhelming debt can be. And it seems like, it's like something that you can't get past. Um, but I promise you, you know, that it's one foot in front of the other. It's writing down who you owe, how much, and what are the terms of the how much, and then slowly working your way through it. I was able to, I had foreclosure. So kind of like the debt from the comb was wiped away. Um, because during that time, because it was, it was the recession. Um, they didn't make us pay. Typically when you lose a home to foreclosure, the debt that you owe, you might still have to pay taxes on the money forgiven, which is whew, horrendous. But thankfully I didn't have to pay taxes on the 220 because there was like, a, I think President Obama or somebody at that time had put a law in place saying, you don't have to pay taxes on that money forgiven. Thank God. Because imagine paying 30% taxes on $220,000. That's over $60,000. Your girl didn't have the 200. How I have the 60, you know? So that was one. I was able to get rid of the house, which was hard because I had already paid five years worth of a mortgage into it. Um, and then my student loan debt, I was able to basically pause payments because they were federal loans. And then the credit card debt, I just used the snowball method and the avalanche method to slowly but surely pay them down. That took me, the credit card debt took me about three years of like hardcore going at it to pay it off. And then I worked on my student loan debt much more slowly. Cause I was like, oh, the girl, the government can wait. The girl can wait. Okay. The doll can wait. Um, so I'm just sharing that as somebody who has been through owing a lot of money. And now your girl is debt free like a toddler. Your girl is debt free like Remy, like Rio and Remy, Mandy's babies. Okay. I am, I own two properties, both of which I bought cash, both of which I renovated cash. My car that I own, I have bought that cash, certified pre-owned, and baby, they used to call it used cars, but we fancy now, certified pre-owned. I don't have no debt. Um, and so, and I love it here because it keeps my lifestyle, my my um, my monthly expenses low, 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 low. It keeps them low so I can maintain my lifestyle without having to worry about my monthly expenses. To me, let me tell you something about adulting. My thing is, I want to ask myself, self, I want you to be able to afford this current life for as long as possible, if not for the rest of my life, you know, my rest of my foreseeable life. And so one of the ways to do that is to try your best not to incur too many monthly expenses. And so wherever I can kind of cut out a monthly expense. So do I have credit cards? Yes, but I pay them off every full in full every month. I don't finance things like a, a couch and a and a and a you know a desk and a lamp and a cat things like that. Although there, there have been times when I've done that, but I tried my best as my finances has done better to save and buy those things. I know everybody can't buy a house cash or a car cash, but I have worked toward intentionally putting myself in that position with um 
with my business, the income I've made for my business to do so. Because I want, no matter how much I make, I want to be able to afford my lifestyle while I make, you know, a million dollars a year or a hundred thousand dollars a year or fifty thousand dollars a year. I can fit within the life, my bare bones basic lifestyle. Because sometimes things fluctuate. So just keep in mind that like ideally you do want to live a beautiful, wonderful life, but can you do so without incurring additional monthly expenses. That's really the key. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a brisk and we're going to come back to being black and brown on Brown Ambition. And I have another question to answer from one of our amazing listeners, AKA you. See you in a few. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you-know-what I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am black, I am brown, ambition. I'm here by myself in the stew. Because like I said, Mandy just had her baby, honey. And because Mandy ain't here, we acting up. We doing business questions. Next time, I'm going to do all business, Mandy. Because who going to stop me? Who going to check me, boo? You know, I love answering business questions and... This one actually came from one of my mentees this morning. She called me, literally it was a 10 minute conversation. And she said, Tiffany, you told me about someone who was able to get 100,000 people on their email list in one month. Um, but I don't remember how she was able to do so. Can you tell me? I said, girl, I can't because I remember. I said, one of my other mentees, um, she did something that I did. Now, I was not able to get 100,000 people on my email list in a month, but it took about a year, which 100,000 people for this one thing. Okay, well, first, let's dial it back. Why is it important to have people on your email list when you have a business? I'll tell you why. Because you want to own access to your audience. Because the Facebooks, if you're even still on there, the Instagrams, like, look what, look, 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 look what they're doing to, um, to tick of the talk, right? The girls was ticking, talking, and feeling themselves. And now the US government is looking like they might say, girl, you know what's gonna be out of here in a minute? TikTok. She can't sit with us, okay? And so if they take TikTok out of here, what are these TikTok stars gonna do? Right. If they say they change the rules, Mark Zuckerberg, if he changes the rules down to the, um, down to the Facebook and the Instagram, what y'all going to do? And so one of the things I learned very early on in business is that although you want to use these tools to communicate with your audience, ideally you want to own access to your audience. So what does that mean? It means, can I communicate with my audience without the use of these social media tools that could tell me what to do? Right. And so if you do, if you can't, if all your audience exists on social media, no place else, you are in danger, boo. Molly, you in danger, girl. Run. Right? You in danger. And so we don't want that. And so here's how you get out of danger. You're going to use those platforms to get people onto your email list. And there's a number of ways to do so to get people slowly but sure you're on your email list. And so my mentee, the one who got the 100,000 people in one month, what she did was something that I did. She, you know, she was honest. She said, girl, I seen you do it. So I copied or whatever. I'm not even mad at that because I'm like, girl, the game is to be played, not I don't even know the other part of that. I don't. <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's a quote there. The game is to be played, not something. Anyway, so I put her on game, and I put you on game too. And so one of the one one of the best ways there's so many ways to get people on your email list. You can get people on your email list by offering something for free, like, hey, do you want this free budget checklist? You know, people put in their name and email, they get the checklist. Yay, everybody's happy. Um, so one, you have to choose it. Uh, um, they call it a CRM. Don't ask me what it stands for, CRM, I don't know. But there are like, there's like Mad Mimi, there is, oh goodness, I use one called Keep, K-E-A-P, but Keep is like the Roy, Rolls Royce of CRMs. You don't, it's a lot of money and you don't need that to start off with. There's another one called, I used to use called, oh man, I forget the name of it. 
Don't get me to lying, child. But there are basically, these are just e- ways to collect people's emails and be able to email them. If you just Google CRMs, you'll see. There's one There's one that was actually a really good one, but it wasn't so expensive. Anyway, you know your girl got the mind of an 80-year-old sometimes. So do your Googles, do a little bit of work, right? So you're going to pick a CRM and then you're going to link you like, so the CRM will allow you to, um, people will, like, it'll allow you to create a contact form where people will put in, like, it'll say, welcome, dream catchers. This is what I have. Like, for example, if you want to get a goodie from me, I call my things goodie emails. And um, um, one of my um, giveaways to get people on my email list, if you go to budgetisagoodies.com, for example, you will see, like, it'll say, welcome, do you want to get a free goodie? Yada, 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 yada. You put your name and your email in. It adds you to my keep email list, and then you get your free goodie right away. And then every Wednesday I send out more free stuff. And it allows me now when I'm launching a book, like I have my my workbook coming out made whole in, in um, November of this year. When I'm like, um, when my Netflix special came out, Get Smart With Money, I was able to email the people on a list. So having a list means that when I have something to say or share or whatever, I can speak directly to you. Sure, I can post it on social, but I can also land in your inbox, okay? Okay. So you're going to pick a CRM. That's one. Then two, you're going to decide how to get people on. So one is to give them something free. Another free thing that works really great. It's a lot of work though, but I created a literature challenge. A challenge is a great way. So challenges are anywhere typically from three days. So mine is three weeks long, where it's basically it's like a free course, but people are more likely to give their name and email, if they're going to receive something great and juicy in return. So my, my annual literature challenge, well, actually it's, I mean, you can always take that at literaturechallenge.com. It's free, but in exchange, people give me their name and email and a lot more. So because the challenge is three weeks, I don't just ask for name and email, the registration email. I want to know how old you are. Where do you live? It, the, the literature challenge allows me every year to get a, a, a clear demographic of who I'm serving so I can tailor make things directly for my audience. So the bigger gift you give to the audience, the more you can ask of them. So I like to ask a lot when, when people sign up for my literature challenges because then I'm clear about, oh, I'm serving, this is like a specifically black women I see on here, ages, you know, uh, 35 to 45. She's educated with the college degree. So as I build things, I know exactly who I'm building things for. So bigger thing you're giving them, more things you're allowed to ask. So I know I'm doing this roundabout way. I'm African girl. We don't get to the point. So the way that I was, that my friend or my mentee was able to grow her email list in the way that I did too, another way was a quiz. So we talked about one, a free downloadable, something to give away, two, a challenge, three, a quiz. So there's this site called Outgrow. O-U-T-G-R-O-W, outgrow, um, dot U-S, I believe. Let me see. Because I think, I think, I think, I think. Let me see. Outgrow, O-U-T, out. Well, you know what? If I go to G-G-W-M for Get Good With Money quiz, G-G-W-M, yeah, Get Good With Money quiz, you could actually go see Outgrow in Action. And yes, it's outgrow.us. And so G-G-W-M, Quiz, you can see my financial wholeness quiz. And what I love about it is that as it is right now, at the bottom, it has a little window and it says, and you can see it publicly, 100,007, 100, no, 107,667 people have taken a quiz. So over 100,000 people have taken this quiz in the last like almost two years, which is awesome. If the quiz is literally, it says your financial wholeness quiz. And it says, there are 10 questions 
and each is worth 10%, how close are you to being financially whole? Take the 60 second quiz. Now, what are the things I'm saying here? One, if you're going to do a quiz, what are the people going to get? You're going to get your, your, your score. And two, how long is it going to take me? That's why I have the button says, take the 60 second quiz. Cause now someone can decide, do I have 60 seconds? You know, and you know that there's 10 questions and I love it because I can click on it and the quiz on outgrow. What I like is, I mean, I don't know if there's other options, but I, I use a thumbs up, thumbs down. So it's going to take you less than 60 seconds to just say, yes, I have a budget. No, I don't have a budget. Yes, I have this. No, I don't have this. And what I love is at the end of the quiz, you can, you can create your own on outgrow is, um, it'll like, so I'm just telling myself, I'm, I'm saying, no, that I don't have any of these things. And outgrow is going to give me a score of like, a, of, um, so before I get my score, guess what Alco asked me for? They're like, girl, before you get your score, put your name and your email in. Boom, collected their name and email. After they've taken a quiz, so they're already invested. They're like, girl, I want to know my, my, my score. And it says, Tiffany, your financial wholeness score is 0%. But the good thing is, is that um, I have on here, like you can get, it says, want to stay and get 100% whole, pre-order made whole, the practical guide to reaching your financial goals, a companion to my New York Times bestselling book, Giga of Money Here. So you click on here and guess what? It takes you to pre-order the book. So what I love about quizzes is two things I was able to accomplish with this quiz. I got your name and your email added to my list. And then at the end, I can tell you about my new book that comes out in November. How awesome is that? You know, and then you might want to pre-order it. So it can lead to pre-orders. So Get Go With Money did really well in, in large part because I was able to collect a lot of name and emails prior to the book coming out for people who I knew were interested in something called financial wholeness. Because the purpose of my two books, Get Good With Money and Made Whole, is to get you to understand there's something called financial wholeness and you may or not be you may or may not be financially whole, but I can help you get there with these tools. So do you see, it primes you to say, hey, I'm not quite financially whole, but hey, Tiffany can help, here's the tool. And then on top of that, even if you don't get the book, adding your name and your email to my list means I can tell you about the book or other products and services I have later. So having access to my audience is so critical, but do you see how that one quiz it answered so many business questions. Do I have access to this audience member? Yes. Do I get to tell them about a product or service I have? Yes. Do they get to understand more about me by taking the quiz? Yes. Do they get to um, potentially purchase the thing at the end? Yes. That one quiz does like five things. Is that four things? Four things, right? And so that's a quiz is one, it's an awesome way to get people on your email list. Now, the thing is, the reason why my mentee was able to get 100,000 people in one month is because she has over 2 million people on TikTok that follow her. And she goes viral quite often. So I don't have 2 million people on TikTok. I don't, you know, I don't even know if I have 10,000. It might be like 2,000. Um, so it took me longer to get to 100,000 people on my quiz, but that's okay. You know, so I'm not saying you're going to get 100,000 people on your list in a in a month, but what you will get is somebody, you know what I mean? And then what you want to do is when you get people on your list, keep it warm. What does that mean? It means at least monthly reaching out to your list to add value to someone's life. Here's a free tool. Here's a free checklist. Here's a video that helped me, whatever it is, whatever your fitness, you know, vaginal health, <laughs> whatever it is that you teach, you can keep your list warm. I do a weekly email to keep the list warm and I'm always pouring in and giving. So every once in a while, once or twice a year, when I say, here's something that you can buy, the girls is like, say less sis, you've been giving. I love it. 
You see what I mean? Doesn't that make sense? Girl, I be knowing stuff. It's been 15 years of business, over $40 million made. Yes, Brown Girl Tiffany has done all of that. Bland Girl Tiffany has done all of that. Um, I have many a mentee. And if you want to be a mentee of mine, um, I don't take on any more one-on-one mentees, even though I always say that, but someone always weasels their way in. Um, but the good thing is that what I talk to my one-on-one in-person mentees about, I also talk to like my mentees online. Um, there's over um, about 1,300 mentees that I have, and we have a um, a monthly chat where I teach a live lesson or I do a Q&A, and the mentees actually meet with each other weekly. We get to connect with each other. And then every month for any new mentees that might have joined that month, they have a networking session. They just did a fun one where it was a game night, which was so fun. Okay. So if you want to be a mentee where you know you're going to get a lesson from me every month live, and then there's a recording you can watch later, connect with other mentees weekly, if not daily, because we have like a, a chat. Um, Every week I also give like some sort of tool that I use in my business. It's just a really awesome place. It's only 10 bucks a month for now because I'm not going to lie, the price is going up. It might be 20 by the time you listen to it. You lost out on the 10 bucks. Um, but um, it's 10 bucks a month currently right now as I'm speaking. Um, and it's available at mymentortiffany.com. That's mymentortiffany.com. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, if you want your, I was about to say, if you want my body and you think I'm sexy, name that artist. Tweet me. Who sang that song? Some of y'all are too young. You're too young. That song was a jam back in the day. So if you have a question and you want it answered, you know, hit us up, Brown Ambition Everywhere, and we will help you. And I will try my best to pour into you questions about business, questions about money, questions about career. We are here for you. I'm here for you. And tell Mandy I've been on my best behavior, okay? Tell her I was only singing just a little bit and that um, I was real good, okay? <laughs> All right, until next week, y'all. I will see you on the BAQA. Bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.